0: And for those of the audience who don't know what the term starseed is, it means that your soul originated somewhere else other than planet Earth. And yes, it is possible for your soul to be from somewhere else other than here, from another star system, another planet, another place elsewhere in the galaxy. And not even just that, but to have spent lifetimes, hundreds if not thousands of lifetimes, traveling between different star systems having all of these lives where you've experienced different things and then have chosen to take all of that that you've learned here to planet earth in order to help planet earth itself evolve and ascend
1: Real quick, before we dive into today's episode, I have a free gift for you. In celebration of my new program, Money Magnetics, I'm giving away my Money Magnetics guided meditation. Ooh, say that five times fast <laughs> to you for free. Every time I do this meditation, I kid you not, if I do it for a few days in a row, money magic seriously happens. It really, really works. I cannot wait to share it with you. You can download it now at dot mm freebie, mm for money magnetics. Find this link in the show notes, and you'll have to send me a message on Instagram to let me know how it goes for you. Enjoy. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to your favorite, hopefully, spiritual podcast. High vibing it. We are so happy to be with you. As always, it's your homegirls, Kelsey Aida. Lindsay robinson i speaking am kelsey i'm a best-selling author transformation facilitator and my best friend Lindsay robinson is a hypnotherapist extraordinaire and the co-host of this lovely podcast so welcome if you are new and if you're not a newbie also welcome back because we love you and we love all our Hi, Vibrant VIPs! So thanks for being here. And we have a very special guest for you guys today, who was so gracious to offer us both readings, which were awesome. So I cannot wait for you guys to dive into her world and for us to maybe share some stories of cool stuff that came up. But today we have on our show, Emily. The mystic, who is amazing. She's awesome. She's beautiful. She is an entrepreneur. She's an Akashic Records reader. She's a psychic. She's a coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. And she's basically just a magical being who can read into your stuff and help you to get clarity and get to the next level in your life. And she has lots of wisdom around star seed stuff, past life stuff, um, all kinds of fun spiritual things that we will likely dive into today. So without further ado, Emily, welcome.
0: Hello. Thank you so much for that
1: introduction. I
0: love it. And I'm so happy to be here.
1: Yes, we are happy to have you. This is going to be a good talk, Emily. So, um,
2: first of all, we made such a good friend when you reached out and wanted to be on the show. So we're very happy to talk to you. Um, anytime we can connect with like-minded ladies that we have so much in common with is a good time. But I want to, uh, take a second and kind of educate people if they don't know who you are, if you just like, shown up as an angel in their lives. What do you do? How did you get into it? Like what's your story? And usually for the psychics or the um mystics, I always want to I always want to ask like what's the craziest like thing that's happened? Like as you were discovering your gift, as you were coming into your your powers um <laughs> for lack of a better word. Uh so if you want to include a really cool story, I love stories, but just tell people like kind of how you got into it and what brings you to this work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a full-time entrepreneur, spiritual coach, mentor for intuitives and other entrepreneurs as well. And I absolutely love helping my clients find more joy and play in their lives. So my mission is all about having more fun and leading a spiritual lifestyle, but from a place of that fun and joy, because as we all know from going through a spiritual journey, it's not always easy. There are a lot of challenges. There's always challenging parts about this human life, this human experience. So I hope to bring not just my clients, but my audience and my community, a new perspective of that fresh, fun energy. And so for me, I grew up a very spiritually aware child in a lot of ways. I was obsessed with spiritual stuff and spiritual books when I was pretty little. Um, And I would go to the library and Barnes and Noble with my mom and I would read as many books as I could about psychic gifts and intuition and the chakras and astrology from when I was like eight, nine, 10 years old. And even though I didn't really understand spiritual stuff, you know, on a from because I was a kid at the time there's a part of my soul that really got it and really understood it and so I have always been interested in spirituality but it really took me into the depths of the pandemic at the beginning of of 2020 where I went through what I call a spiritual reawakening journey I've had a pretty normal adult life I went to college I studied marketing and business I graduated Uh, with a business degree, and then I worked in a corporate job for the majority of my 20s. And while working in that corporate job, I started to feel and get this sense that there's so much more to life than this, this job. There's so much more that I'm here to do. I have a much bigger mission and purpose than just this, and I wanted to find more meaning in my life. And so Even before the pandemic started, I started a little bit of a side business where I was doing health coaching because that was my passion at the time. And during the pandemic itself, I had this spiritual reawakening journey, which helped me leap back into my spiritual interests. And I took all of that and started applying it towards the client sessions that I was already doing at the time. And found that this is what I'm here to do. I'm here to like do spiritual work for a living. I'm here to make a big impact on people. And eventually I was able to quit my corporate job and start doing this work full time. So it's been a bit of a twisty and turning journey, but that is what it's been like in a nutshell.
1: So give That's us like story. entrepreneurial journey. <laughs>
2: yes. Twisty and the turny roller
1: coaster. <laughs> Give us the story, Emily.
2: What is a yeah. cool thing? I, like, did anything crazy happen as like a kid? Or was it until you got older when you started to embrace like who you are more, but felt comfortable doing that, that some cool stuff has started to happen? I mean, it's all cool, but you know what I mean? Absolutely.
0: So my main psychic gifts are clairaudience and claircognizance. And so for the audience who might not know what those words mean, I have psychic- You just said
2: audience and audience, but they're two completely different words, but I just delight in that. I think it's so cool. Clairaudience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you clair- also said audience. It's so cool. I love yes, that.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: So I have, psychic-
0: words, I have psychic hearing and psychic knowing. So clairaudience is the hearing- Cognizance is the knowing. And so when I was a kid, I was having intuitive experiences because I would have these long conversations in my mind with who I thought were my imaginary friends. And I had no idea (laughs) that I was talking to my angels and spirit guides um, until later on in life, looking back with hindsight and having clear memories of those conversations and those times in my room where I was by myself chatting with who I thought were, you know, who, who people told me were imaginary friends, but now it's different. Um, so one of the clearest experiences that I had during my spiritual reawakening journey was I was listening to a podcast about spirit guides. And this was like my whole window into spirituality. And this podcast was talking about, Oh, well we can create a connection with our spirit guides. And while I was listening to this podcast, I was like, oh my gosh, spirit guides, wait a second. I totally (laughs) forgot about all of that. And it was like such a light bulb (laughs) moment for me. And while I was listening to this podcast episode, I was on a walk and I literally ran home during the listening to the podcast episode because I was like, I have to figure this out. I have to give this a try. So as soon as I got home, I found a random meet a spirit guide meditation on YouTube. And I was like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to give this a try. We're going to see if we can make a connection. And during the meditation, I had the most profound experience. I literally had a voice in a different accent come into my head and tell me these profound messages of unconditional love and about me and about my soul. And I just felt so seen in those moments and I had tears just streaming down my face I was like oh my gosh this is it I can't believe that I had ignored this part of myself for so long I can't believe I have these gifts like how is this even possible how is this happening Um, and from that point forward I was so determined to really figure out my psychic and intuitive gifts and start to understand them even more
1: wow
2: what accent was it (laughs)
0: It was like how do I describe it it was like an ancient voice
2: Uh uh-huh it's not like
0: you know American English is so particular it'd be so
2: funny if it was like Australian or like (laughs) yeah yeah, that would be like a modern one um but yeah I had a feeling you'd say like ancient like Lemurian or something like that but that's so cool and that's exactly what the kind of experience that people have when they connect with that all-knowing, all-loving kind of wise guide sort of thing. Uh, there's a hypnosis I do with clients where you, they meet their spirit guide or their wise one, as I say, because it doesn't have to be a spirit guide. It can be an ancestor or just a symbol or an image of some kind. But that that unconditional feeling of love and connection and support and knowing, like this this thing, this wise one knows me and I don't have to show up as anything except exactly as I am. And what a powerful feeling that is um so yeah that that's one that's a really cool story I like that one thank you thank you for that thank you for indulging me
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and when you were talking about feeling seen I was remembering back to our session that we just had when you did the Akashic Records reading for me and I felt so seen because I was asking certain questions that I had like maybe inclinations about or deep inner knowings and when you would bring up um a truth or an insight or something for me to digest I was like man like this is the real deal like I feel it in my heart I feel it in my soul that this is true and it's really helpful so for anyone who's like on a spiritual journey on an entrepreneurial journey um, Emily's a really great resource to get some psychic insight and some intel into like what could be holding you back um, different ways to change your strategy and different ways to think about things to just get to that next level so definitely wanted to insert that little shout out in there and tell everyone to book a reading with you because it was so awesome and (laughs) all the fun things that I learned and also like things that I've been struggling with for a long time like the whole Mm -hmm. not being able to be a ballerina thing which people have heard me talk about on the show before if you're like a regular listener and for you to just confirm like yeah sorry life changed more important things to do I was like yeah okay that makes a lot of sense (laughs) And then there was something else too. Oh, when I was asking about like, sometimes I get so frustrated that I feel like I put these amazing offers into the world, but like, not all these people are jumping on it at once. Like I don't understand. And when you explained to me, like, well, you're just really forward thinking, like people aren't even ready for that yet. They don't even know that they need it. Like go back to your old offerings and people might be ready for those. Now I was just like,
2: mind blown
1: (laughs) because I was like, oh, my life makes so much more sense now. <laughs> Thank you for seeing that and reflecting that back to me because I was just like, yeah, okay, yes, I can do that. This makes way more sense. Now I don't have to be frustrated told, that I'm doing something Kelsey, wrong. I told Kelsey, I was like, I'm going to take that suggestion for myself
2: too. I'm going to go back and look at some of my early offerings and see like if I can revamp any of those because what a great idea anyway.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I was telling Kelsey in the moment, I was saying, wow, this is such a mirror for me as an entrepreneur. I feel like for a lot of us in the spiritual space, we want people to have these new experiences and sometimes Mm -hmm. people aren't necessarily ready for them yet. So, but one of the coolest things that I have found with doing hundreds, if not thousands of readings at this point is really at the end of the day, they, the sole purpose of readings is to reflect back to you those deep inner soul knowings that on some level you already know and to just confirm and validate for you some of those things you've already been thinking about or become aware of recently and just to help you receive confirmation about that.
2: Oh my gosh, I already have something to talk about on the Patreon. Do you? Perfect. I'm I'm going to hint it right now. Emily, do you remember at the very end of our call, this is the one thing I was kind of like, oh, boom okay so do you remember me talking about my um brother at the end of yes. the? and you were yeah. like <laughs> yes. you're like I have to look into this I don't um but you did give me a lot of information I actually called him immediately after and was like telling him all about it and he was just like it he he said it first in but not in the same way you yeah. did and so when you say like it's just marrying back your own soul knowings like um Yeah. Anyway. So I want to, I want to talk about that. I know he's not going to care if I do. Um, but I do also want to get him in because I think you can maybe, maybe when you are able to tune in, um, get some more information, but very intriguing. Very. And I'm not going to say anything else except Emily, you agree, right? Like that's weird. Yeah. Super (laughs) weird. (laughs) Super weird. And we're gonna talk about it on the Patreon. So if that ain't a nugget to get you to go join right now, I don't have anything better than this. And you'll know when you hear it. Like it's insane. Anyway,
1: ah, let's go. That's funny. Okay. Kelsey's so- like, what's going on? Well, I already know there's some like I already know a little bit. But anyway, moving on. So in your readings, you help people a lot to figure out like their starseed origins, correct? Yeah. yeah. Um, and this is something that we can dive into here on the show because, well, Lindsay's obsessed with aliens. We have covered the topic a tiny bit before. I believe I know my Starseed origins, but if you pick up anything else, let me know. But I do sense that a lot of healers and lightworkers obviously have different... I don't know, bloodlines for lack of a better word, energetic bloodlines, energetic ties to maybe not just being a human in every lifetime all the time or having like almost like imprints of other beings where you are like working for them and through them. So can you just speak more to it first on a broad general sense for Fuho? Like what the fuck are they talking about? Why are they talking about aliens? What does this have to do with me? And then maybe we can dive into like, I don't know, how you got into that.
2: If you're still wondering why we talk about aliens on this podcast like you're obviously a new listener. (laughs) (laughs) I I talk a lot about aliens and I will do it at every chance I can get because yes they are cool. Anyway just a side note go ahead Emily.
0: Yeah so one of the biggest turning points for me along this path has been coming to the awareness of who I am as a starseed and for those of the audience who don't know what the term starseed is it means that Your soul originated somewhere else other than planet earth. And yes, it is possible for your soul to be from somewhere else other than here from another star system, another planet, another place elsewhere in the galaxy. And not even just that, but to have spent lifetimes, hundreds, if not thousands of lifetimes traveling between different star systems, having all of these lives where you've experienced different things, you've perhaps had training or learned about different energy modalities or worked with different angels or different extraterrestrial beings in between lifetimes and then have chosen to take all of that that you've learned here to planet earth in order to help planet earth itself evolve and ascend and ascend so um the one of the biggest themes that i have noticed in doing this work for the last few years is that all of my clients tell me they feel misunderstood in their life they feel like People don't fully understand them. They feel left out. They feel like they're from somewhere else other than here. They feel like no matter what throughout the course of their life, they felt like the outsider looking in or like things or like they can't fully fit in to whatever place they move to throughout the course of their life. And through doing this work, I have seen while working in the Akashic Records that it's because your soul isn't from here. Your soul came from somewhere else other than planet Earth, and you've brought all these lifetimes of wisdom and knowledge with you in order to help you with your mission and purpose here at this time. And so all starseed souls are coming to planet Earth again to assist in the ascension and overall evolution of the planet. And so you have a particular mission and purpose to play at this time, especially with everything going on in the world. And so coming into this awareness and understanding that you're not from Earth can help you see things from a higher perspective to help you learn that you're not alone in this journey and can help you see that there's so much more here for you to do and how it creates so much meaning for you in your life as well.
2: Hey, Lindsay here. Have you seen what's new inside my Align Your Mind membership? Members already get instant access to my best hypnotherapy audios, mindset hacks, manifesting methods, and more on demand right at their fingertips. But now when you join AYM, you'll also get a major VIP level upgrade with my brand new goal-focused hypnotherapy toolkits. These toolkits inside AYM are carefully curated hypnotherapy bundles designed with your specific goals in mind. Whether you desire to call in more money consistently, get out of the mindset rut that you're in, renew your passion and confidence, Manifest with more ease and power, cultivate more self-love and inner knowing, or finally release the burdens from your past and heal. Once your subconscious mind is on board with your goal, it's a done deal. And that's what my toolkits are designed to do for you. So if you're ready to rewire your mind, release what's holding you back, and manifest your desires with ease, the AYM membership is where it's at. Just hit the link in the episode description and start embodying your highest potential.
1: Mm. Amen to that, girl. Well, I'm here for it. I'm here for the meaning. <laughs> I'm here for the heaven yeah. on earth, the contribution, <laughs> yes. the uplevelment yeah. of humanity. And I honestly, whatever it takes exactly. That. Yeah. And it's
2: such a comfortable idea for me now. I can't imagine going back to the moment where I, I didn't, where it didn't occur to me that I could be from a star system. Like that isn't earth. It, it's, it's so foreign to me that at one point I just believed that it was just earth. Yeah. And I must've been like 12. I don't, it's so long ago, but I very early on, I feel like I've just been so comfortable with this idea that now it's so like, of course, of course, it's not just earth. And, and, and how amazing is that? Like, how cool is that to know that there are all kinds of different planets that we can't even fathom as humans. And mm-hmm. so, so cool. Um, are we, what, is there anything else that people should know about the star seed uh, blueprint that you want them to know?
0: One of the biggest misconceptions that I see in the spiritual community is that people really get attached to the fact that they're from one particular star system, and they only are from that one star system. They think that they've got physical, you know, their physical appearance mirrors that star system, and they get so like wrapped up in this identity of being attached to this one particular star system, which is not the case. Uh, what I have come to see from my work is that we are truly star travelers in that we have connections to many different star systems. You've had 20 different lifetimes in the Pleiades and then maybe 30 in Andromeda and then 20 in Sirius. And all of those have combined to create the beautiful soul that you are today. But of course, we're going to have greater connections to some star systems over than others because those are the ones that have really shaped who we are and so that is what I help my clients to find is their greatest star connections
2: and for longtime listeners I'll give you one guess at what Emily said I was it was Pleiades <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. every time and I told her this in our session I was like every single time this comes up they say Pleiades and it's just it's I just the first time I've ever heard anything about star seeds, it was like, Oh yeah, you're Palladian. And I was like, What is that? <laughs> what is that? And now it's just it's just constant. So um, but and and I understand what you're saying. Like, because it's been told to me so many times, whenever anybody asks me, like, Oh, do you know I'm like, Yeah, Palladies. But I know from talking to you that it's multiple. That's just maybe the main one or where it originated yeah. from. But there are multiple, just like, you know, you can vacation many different places but you're not necessarily attached to Well, I am but most people aren't attached to one place they like to explore they like to travel and um, maybe fall back on the same place but that doesn't make you who you are you know you are all of it
1: what about yours Emily what are some of the ones that you feel the most strongly connected to personally I have Good question. I have a
0: big Pleiadian connection myself. Kelsey, I definitely feel that in your energy for you Mm. too. (laughs) Um, And my point of origin, so just to give everybody another term, so point of origin is the place where your soul sort of spawned into existence if we think of things in terms of linear time, that is the one place where your soul originated, and then you traveled and went to all these different other star systems. So to, just to help uh, make that more clear, and my point of origin was a group of souls called the Blueprinters. So the Blueprinters have the original blueprint for all of life, for all of humanity. If we're thinking about Um, In in terms of physical location, the Blueprinters existed in what is called the Andromeda galaxy. So it's a different galaxy. We currently are located in the Milky Way galaxy. um, And the Blueprinters, my sole group of origin, we traveled all the way from the Andromeda galaxy into the Milky Way galaxy. And then that's where uh, the Pleiades, Sirius, Andromeda, Mintaka... Um, some of the other major star groups that we are aware of came sort of along after that.
1: Mm. So the Arcturians and the Andromedans, do they have anything in common besides they both start with like the A?
0: (laughs) I would say they are both super high frequency galactic beings, meaning that they are very spiritually focused meaning that they are super high awareness, high empathy, uh, and big focus on energy healing and helping other people to heal.
1: Yeah, because those A ones, both of them are the ones that I usually feel like more pull to. When I hear about all of them, I'm like, hmm, I wonder if that's me. Uh, And I have so many friends who are obviously like Pleiadian. I suspect that my fiance is also uh, from that lineage But um, yeah, it's just interesting. Like what are some of the characteristics that are maybe interesting to you or different about each one? Like, oh, these ones are cool because they're really into this or these ones help people with this. So
0: the Arcturians are very cerebral and focused on more intellectual capabilities. So more big emphasis on like higher education and learning and academia and studying. So people who resonate with Arcturus are, more known to want to take a lot of classes, kind of that Gemini energy. It's like wanting to be constantly curious and learning and discovering new things. Um, Andromedan beings are master manifestors. They are creators. They love to create things. They create things quickly. They also love beauty and beautiful things and beautiful homes. And Why design. are you describing
2: Kelsey like to a T? Like <laughs> this is like me. Yeah. <laughs> so on the nose. It's ridiculous. Oh wow. my God, that's
0: so perfect. I love that. Um, the Pleiadians are revolutionaries. So they are visionaries. They're like looking to create massive change in the world, but while, but having fun while doing it. The Pleiadians are also very joyful. They're playful. They like to have a good time. So there's kind of this combination of both of like, we want to create massive change, but it doesn't have to be so hard. And why do yeah. you have to make things so hard and challenging? So they kind yeah. of help us to sort of uplift from that.
1: Cute. I like that. Cute. Cute is the highest compliment Lindsay can give somebody. Even though it <laughs> sounds trivial, it's not. <laughs> it's about as far as I go. That's cute. <laughs> That's cool. Are there any yeah, other things that. that are like less popular that nobody knows about? And nobody- Did we talk about Syrians?
0: Yeah, or- yeah, let's, let's Sirius. do serious. Sirius are some of the most... And I don't mean to say serious because it's not that energy, but Syrian beings are very grounded. They're very connected to Earth. They're very connected to the body and connected to like physical form. So star starseeds have an easier time working with the body than a lot of us do. And they really feel a strong connection to Mother Earth and nature and like being outside in nature and uh, working with the planet. So that's another of the really big well-known ones. Um. Lindsay, I know we talked
2: about Mintaka during your reading. Yes, so, guys, Mintaka. I just learned about this place. Oh my God, go. Sorry, this is exciting. I forgot.
0: I know, I love I love Mintaka. So Mintaka is a uh, planet of mermaids and Mintaka and starseeds are mer-creatures. So they love- Emily, tell, tell them
2: why we were talking about it. Why were we talking about Mintaka? Tell them.
0: I can't remember. Because
2: I'm a mermaid, Emily. Oh, you <laughs> Duh! She said it. She said I was a mermaid. Okay, so I must be a mermaid. I love
0: that. And for the audience to know, I don't remember everything that I channel. <laughs> so sometimes when I do readings, I can't remember uh, what came through. That's fair. Um, that's fair. anyway. Yes. So side note on that. Um, so Mintuckens Mer people, also very playful, childlike, joyful energy. Mentuckan star seeds are more lighthearted than a lot of us um they don't take life too seriously and they help us kind of reconnect with their with our inner child so
1: So here's a question that's coming to me as we're talking about this, because I'm remembering that movie Atlantis. Remember, I think it was like Disney or Warner brothers, like the The animated animated one. And when I watched it, I felt like a deep resonance with that, which I know is not necessarily alien because it was supposed to have happened on earth, but those ancient powerful civilizations where they had a lot more magic and did a lot more energy work. Would you say that those civilizations of people like the Mayan people and people of that nature were maybe more starseed than human and that's yes. why they had all that technology
0: yeah so kind of the way that i like to think of it in terms of linear time is your let's say your soul has spent all this time traveling in other star systems come discovering all these things getting trained in all these different things when planet earth decided to become let's call it what it is it's an experiment um high vibrational beings like us starseeds decided to come to planet earth to try to bring high vibrational civilizations here and to try to make that work in a third dimensional environment. So that's where ancient Atlantis and the ancient Lumeria were created out of that, of that wanting and desiring to have these higher vibrational societies here on earth. And as we know, it was not successful. (laughs) So we are trying to, at this point in history, we're fastly quickly evolving as a species and planet earth is quickly and fastly moving as well. So we're in an attempt trying to move back into that.
1: We're trying again, folks, heaven on earth, age of Aquarius, let's make it happen. (laughs) (laughs) Now,
2: Mm -hmm. another thing that came up during our session and something that I have heard before, and I know it was a conversation that we had, so I know that uh, others may be wondering or struggling with it, but, um, Emily here said something that other people have said to me, which is that I have a little bit of angelic DNA. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know what to do with that because growing up, angels were like a religious Christian thing in my house. They just were, you know, you put an angel on the tree and all the things is, it's, it's a religious symbol. So as somebody who doesn't subscribe to a particular religion, when I hear that, um, from again, multiple people, I'm like, first of all, I feel weird saying it. Like I'm (laughs) angelic DNA, (laughs) but I want you to, if possible, talk about what that is, what that means, and maybe help other people who maybe struggle with that term, angelic DNA.
0: Absolutely. This is one of my biggest teachings as well, is that our soul is so multidimensional. We may not just have had experience galactically, but we can also have had soul experience in the angelic realm as you well. You just
2: went like this and <laughs> this, you know, yeah. like the the higher. Sorry, if people can't see me, um, she did like a like a horizontal spreading out, like as as a galactic uh, yes. maneuver expansion, expansion, and and yeah. experiencing different timelines in the same kind of situation but then she did like an up down vertical one which to me is very good uh descriptor of like higher energies a
0: different vibration
2: yes yes
0: so if we're talking about all of this in terms of energy frequency angels are a different frequency than galactic beings are and so our soul can travel between all these different things um and so some of us have had lifetimes of experience in the angelic realm perhaps training with some of the archangels and angels are really powerful beings of healing of change of communication of um, love and unconditional love and angels are also helper souls they love to help other people they love to help society is groups of people, groups of beings. And so if you resonate with having an angelic soul, as well as a a galactic soul, you may see yourself as being literally an angel on earth, someone who loves helping other people, someone who feels like they are here to help other people to heal, or they're constantly taking care of other people or constantly like helping other people with different things in their life. Um, so that to me is what it means to be an angel. Angels are a, are well-known in religion because they are some of the most powerful beings out there spiritually. So they're well-known across different groups and different religions. However, where we can kind of get um, mixed up when we think about the angels is we're thinking about things in terms of them being either good or bad. So if there are angels that exist out there, automatically the opposite of an angel is gonna be somebody who's bad or wrong or a sinner or all of those different things. And then we can kind of get caught up in that whole matrix of good versus bad, right versus wrong, good versus evil. Um, And then that can pull us back into religious trauma. So kind of letting go of all of that And remembering that angels are simply healer beings and they're here to help other people and help others to heal can help us kind of let go of some of those other religious ideologies.
1: If you're ready to take a break from your daily routine to massively uplevel your life and have the week of a lifetime, then join me for this year's Radical Self Love Retreat happening this October 4th through 9th in Puerto Vallarta. For the month of April only, I'm giving all my high vibing VIP listeners a $200 discount on enrollment, which is awesome. I almost never do this. So visit the link in the show notes to apply today. Take advantage of that HVI VIP discount and join me for this all-inclusive self-love retreat that's a combination of a luxurious spiritual healing yoga retreat and the ultimate girls trip. But don't take my word for it. Here are some experiences from past attendees. I have been on this journey to really
0: figure myself out and like instantly just knew that this was what I needed to do.
2: The type of girls that came here are just real people and really authentic and vulnerable. And you can leave all the superficial things behind and you can have a really kind of deep relationship with the people you're with. And I think that's been one of the really kind of unexpected and special things about this trip. So for that, I'd say definitely come and kind of expect to be uncomfortable, but in a good way to have fun and to have some really, really special relationships coming away.
1: Join us with the link in the show notes at KelseyAida.com slash retreat to get $200 off during the month of April. Good. Thank you for that.
2: You're welcome. And yes,
1: I do love helping people. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay the angel slash fairy slash mermaid. Oh my gosh. yes,
2: add it to the list. I love <laughs> all these things. Oh, oh my God. And it's funny because when we were talking about um the mermaid realm, I I don't know how it came up. either either the realm came up first or the fact that Ariel was my favorite uh, Disney, Disney princess definitely. growing up. yep. um and then you said my my archangel helper was Ariel or Uriel one of those. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that all fits. And yeah, yeah, it was just very, very funny that all of that came together. When Kelsey asked me like, what happened during your session? I was like, I don't remember any of it. I don't, I didn't take notes. She took so many notes. I didn't take any notes. I just kind of took it in and then I just forgot it. Um, So I'm really happy. Do you send videos to everybody that you do a session with good so if you don't know thank god for that video because now i can go back and like re-watch all the magic happen but i think it's so important because you're giving a lot of information to people Mm -hmm. and it can be can be hard to to remember it all unless you have a a really good note hand like kelsey does um she really does have a good note hand (laughs)
1: She takes notes about everything. Does that mean that I'm good at taking notes and I have a nice handwriting? Because I think there's a very distinctive things in my notebook that <laughs> I don't have. I don't know if I've ever writing. seen your
2: handwriting. I don't know if I've ever seen it, but I know that you're you you always writing.
1: It's a little scribbly. It's like wants to be cursive, but it's not cursive. It's like lazy. Do you know why? did your pen ever leave mm-hmm. the paper? Yeah, it does, but not that Do you much do you make
2: okay so most of it is like in one line All the the whole word is yeah that's just called that's called threading and that happens when your brain's moving faster than your hand because you're just such a quick thinker you want to get it all out
1: moving too fast classic kelsey oh speaking of disney princesses this would be a fun round table to do maybe we can do it now or later um so you said your favorite was ariel well i have two favorites what's the question the question (laughs) is who are the ones that you resonated with the most oh there's some insight there.
2: Ariel and Belle and I actually did see a TikTok Mm. about this are you talking about the TikTok no I don't like TikTok I don't really either but I I sometimes get (laughs) I get sucked in sometimes but they did a video of like uh your whoever your favorite Disney princess is 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 says a lot about your personality kind of thing and they said that Ariel was the good side was that she's her own person um but the downside was she would literally give her voice for a man. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't know about that. That doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> but, but the, the being your own person and kind of the black sheep of the family. Yes, that is me. And then Belle was like independent, uh, rebellious, not rebellious, but like independent and like a free thinker. But the downside is I can't remember. It was, it went through a whole thing, but, um, Anyway, yeah, there's there. I like this idea, and it is something that I did see on TikTok. So let's let's see if we can do it ourselves without without the armchair expert. We'll have to TikTok. ask
1: Emily next. Yeah, Emily, who's my favorite princess? Yeah, like Pocahontas. who was always your favorite? Pocahontas,
0: one hundred percent. Yes, I was never a girl who liked to like dress up in fancy things. I liked playing dress up and like pretending, you know, to be somebody else, but. I would always liked playing outside and like playing with my animals and just like being in nature.
1: So Boca I H- loved Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You guys will never guess mine or you wait, will. Wait, wait, let me guess. Let me guess. One. Let me guess.
2: Um, can I, I'm going to actually guess.
1: Okay. Let's There's see. two, but yeah, you can guess. Gives you more. Is it,
2: is it like yeah. a classic
1: princess or like a new princess? It's, it's a new princess. Cause you're 25. It's neither. No, it's not a new one. <laughs> Okay. but she's not actually really considered a princess okay is it mulan no it's she esmeralda is, she... from hunchback
2: i oh. really didn't
1: know that the gypsy witch i mean gotta love that the shoe is always my favorite and i would always dress up like her I, her love I love esmeralda because Esmeralda's like a badass she does her own thing and then she says that prayer where she's like singing for all the outcasts to just like live a better life yep. and I will still listen to that and I will like cry like yeah. I resonate deeply with Esmeralda and like her purpose and being but also um I always loved Belle because she's like so nerdy and like yeah not about what everyone else is about and you she know was reading one. writing yeah mm-hmm. she's really intellectual and you plus- guys have
2: like I know Esmeralda and Pocahontas Esmeralda has like tan skin, right? She's like a tan yeah. one. She's I could never, I felt like I couldn't attach myself to those princesses because, and and it's true. Like if you don't, for me, if I didn't see what I loved Belle because she had brown hair and brown eyes, mm-hmm. like they always have blue eyes, don't they? Cinderella, they do. Snow White, all of them, they always have blue <laughs> eyes. And I was like, oh my God, she's got brown hair like me. Like I completely understand when like other cultures and other groups see a representation of themselves and this is a small one but it's real like it I really felt so connected to Belle and so I just wanted to be like her but any like Pocahontas I love Pocahontas Mulan love Mulan could never be like oh yeah I want to be her because I didn't Do you know what I mean? Like I couldn't. Well,
0: here's the thing. I was obsessed with Native American culture when I was a child. Like I I was in a group that was called Indian princesses, which is now defunct because of the name with my dad. It was like a daddy daughter organization. And I just loved everything about it. And of course, I found out later in life when I was doing a I was going to say, regression. one guess what your past life was. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. One of my most prominent past lives was as a Native American medium. Actually, I did like, yeah, <laughs> mediumship and uh, energy healing for my tribe.
2: Wow. Sounds yeah. Well, right. yeah, that definitely fits. Kelsey, did you say what your other favorite was? Oh, Belle and Esmeralda. Belle. Yeah, Belle, Esmeralda. And then Pocahontas and who? Did you have another one? Bell,
1: no, she liked Pocahontas. She said, "Emily, talking to you." Oh, me, um, <laughs> Pocahontas, sorry. and who else? Another Belle? planet, frequently
2: on another planet. <laughs>
1: she just went um, back to her Native American
2: life for a second.
0: <laughs> she's my main one. I mean, the other, the other Disney movie that I loved was Aristocats because yeah. I love
2: yes, cats. yes, and
0: animals. So. Do you have cats? Um, I don't. Personally, at this moment, but my family members all have cats.
2: So,
1: you should get a cat, it's good for your soul. I know. I know. Okay, so before <laughs> we get back on topic, what about Fern Gully? I love
2: Ferngully. I don't think Emily
1: saw this because this maybe was before your time. Oh, my God. Ferngully was about these fairies who are trying to save the rainforest from deforestation. Mm -hmm. And it was the best movie ever. So anyone who has not seen it, who's like the young people listening to our podcast, watch Ferngully. It's amazing. And you. although
2: if you've seen Avatar, you've probably seen Ferngully because they're basically the same movie.
1: (laughs) But Ferngully Ferngully really came first. Yeah. So, yeah, worth watching. Really, really good one. I don't really remember
2: that one. I might've seen it like one time, but it's funny that you say that you didn't like to dress up as a kid because my mother, when I was like in kindergarten and first grade would, my nickname was the porcelain doll at school. Let me just say that. She dressed me in the frilliest princess dresses and put my hair, curled my hair. I had to sleep in curlers. I was five years old
1: you know those sleeping curlers
2: oh, and no. then she'd brush them out in the morning and my hair would be like poof but she'd scrape it back into a ponytail and I'd be like miserable the whole day couldn't do recess are you kidding me anyway yeah i don't like it either i don't like oh it either oh my god That's i'm so happy for leggings leggings
1: are have saved my life but anyway the point I was trying to make is sometimes you can get clues into your past lives absolutely things that you're super intrigued by or super Mm -hmm. like oh my god that speaks to my soul like all the time my fiance is like great Gatsby great Gatsby the 20s ah I'm like yeah because you're probably freaking there like living your best life hello (laughs) yeah
2: Yeah. doing going to those speakeasies for sure I could see him doing that and hey I was a
1: mermaid that makes perfect sense She had a mustache. You, you know, were as Merelda, come back Kels. in style. <laughs> mm-hmm. Burned at the stake. Classic me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Past lives are so interesting to me. Yeah. Because we carry traits and hobbies and things that we like from our past lives. Yeah. And we also carry over aversions and things that we yep. hate, things that we despise from our past Patterns lives well. that we
1: need to figure yes. out. Yeah. yeah. When you were going into my past lives in the reading, I was like, I have not changed at all. I am the same motherfucker in all these lifetimes. <laughs> like, are you kidding? <laughs> when you're like, I oh, almost got yes. water on my yeah. nose. You're super creative, really oh fun my and loved working with your hands, love making people beautiful. <laughs> like, I'm a freaking hairstylist and in an old past life. I was a seamstress. Like, are you yeah. joking me? Wow. I like cannot stop laughing about that to this day. I'm like, wow, I never change. And then you were like, oh, the past life where you were in Hawaii and you just loved dancing and being in nature. And you were like this hula dancer. And I was like, oh, classic Nia is also a dancer. And I was a dancer in this life. Like, I never change. I don't change. I'm just out in here in all these lifetimes doing the same stuff. And the crazy Apparently. thing for
0: me is like, I didn't know any of those things about yeah or my clients that I read for. You would have to, to dig people, super
2: deep to find that stuff out about Kelsey, for sure.
0: 100%. And I tell people these past life stories as they're being channeled through and they're like, oh my God, no one knows that about me. Or like, that is so me to a T. I can't believe I'm, you know, the same person now that I was in a past life. Mm-hmm. It's wild
1: yeah, it's pretty funny. I honestly like can't stop laughing about it. I'm like, oh, classic me. I'm just me. I can't help it. no matter what lifetime, no matter what body, no matter what mission mm-hmm. like <laughs> just doing my thing sounds I dope. used to be so scared as a kid of dying and coming back as a different
2: person and not remembering me now. like even as a kid, I'd be like, oh, what's gonna happen? I'm gonna be totally different. I'm not gonna remember me. like I love me. like even as a young kid, I was like, so attached to like who I am, and I love mm. who I am so much.
0: That's probably but, um, because you've passed away young in a past lifetime.
2: I
1: well, would gosh I would dang bet. it, Emily. Why you gotta just say stuff? Why you thought you your know? son was gonna die She's when like, he turned seven? seven. <laughs> Remember when you were yeah. freaking out and you were like, Oh my god, what if he dies? and I'm like, No, he's not gonna die, it's his birthday, and you're freaking out that he was gonna die. Which yeah. one, Aiden?
2: Yeah, well, I was, yes, I, well. <laughs> I feel like I need to explain a little. So I was, I was, I did a session with a channeler friend, someone that I, basically a Kasha records reader. And she, I really do trust her. And I asked her what my oldest son, he was the only son I had, only kid I had at the time. I said, what was his most recent past life before this one, before he was my kid? And she's like, well, I don't want to tell you everything. Cause it will affect your relationship with him now. But, um, he, it was in like the fifties or sixties, forties, uh, fifties, sixties, something like that. And he he passed young, um tragically, at seven years old. But while he was alive, he his mission was to transmute the darkness into mm-hmm. light. And I never forgot that she said that. And I still don't know what it means, but interestingly enough, like I don't know if I want to say this. I'm gonna save that part for the Patreon. What I'm gonna say interestingly interestingly enough, dot 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 dot. Watch because I don't I don't wanna share too much for just everybody. Um, because it is quite personal, but I do, I do want to share it on the Patreon, but, um, I swear it's not a ploy. It's just, I don't want to, (laughs) I just don't want to, but yes. Uh, so I was kind of nervous that maybe either he would have like memories coming up at around that age or like feeling like something might happen, but not able to explain it. Like I was very wary when he turned seven of like, (laughs) just vigilant, you know? of course he's fine and he's wonderful but yeah i think that stuff does kind of travel so you have to if it's mm-hmm. unexplainable maybe it's a past
1: life you know it's maybe. crazy how much stuff that we don't remember but we do remember mm-hmm. our body remembers and like for me i've always been inexplicably like afraid of the ocean and one of my friends who's a shaman told me that in a past life that i had like died in the ocean and somebody had like luckily resuscitated me. So I like came back to life, but I had flatlined and not only had I died, but once I came back to life, like there was nobody like around me, like nobody, I guess that I went to the water with, Mm -hmm. or like, I like came alive, but I was alone. So not only was I dead, then I was also alone. And so I think, that has stuck with me throughout the lifetimes, however many lifetimes ago that was. And in this lifetime, I've always had a healthy respect for the ocean. Like I'll go in <laughs> if the water is really nice, but usually <laughs> I'm just like, I'll be on the beach getting a tan and then I'll get a little cold or I'll get a little hot and I'll, you know, dip a little toe in and I'm like, I'm better. You know, I'll go swimming for a few minutes, but I'm never like one to be like, let's go, you know? Um, yeah. so it's It's funny how these things, they can stay with you hmm yeah they totally can oh this is so interesting
2: and you know I'm I have to ask please don't feel pressured because it's fine but I really am curious if what you get about me and Kelsey's past life together if we've ever had one because I'm sure we have but I don't oh know my gosh. I know and I don't want
1: you to have to like get Wait, into I the love zone this question
2: but I, know, but I, I don't want you to perform
1: too. but I am yeah. so curious
0: Okay, I just need like a second. I know, I'm so sorry. Give the woman
1: a second. You put her on the spot. (laughs) I'm so sorry.
0: (laughs) They're showing me you guys sitting around a campfire. Let me like tune in and see what the purpose of that is. You are part of some sort of indigenous tribe and the two of you were sisters not twins, but like your birthdays were so close to each other that it was almost as if you were like twins. And what's really interesting is you both bonded over having your own children. So what I'm getting the sense of is the two of you brought into this world, your own kids who were twin flames. And it's almost like, your souls gave birth to these two children who were, of course not t- physical twins, but who energetically were twins. Um, and there's this like sense of like the two of you conceiving of a lot and bringing and birthing new energies and new, um, new things, new works into the world. And there's also a sense of the two of you helping each other through a lot in the past lifetime. I, there weren't a lot of men involved in that experience, so it's like the two of you were like very, um, very closely tied together and helped each other out with a lot. Like you went through a lot together, and you helped each other raise these children. And there's just like so much so much love there like so much it's familial it's like a familial soul love
1: the Aww. sisterhood part is like obviously makes so much sense because okay so Lindsay who- and i don't just have a friendship relationship we have like a sister yeah. relationship yeah. you know how like yeah. with your sister you like always love your sister but sometimes you're like are you like good yeah. enough at them yeah i think we like sometimes can get at each other like that because we like love each other so much but um when you were speaking, I was seeing so my gift is the most strong one is clairvoyance. And mm-hmm. I was getting imagery of if you guys have ever watched Ice Age, where yes. people yes. with the strong facial features, and it's yes. like, you know, the women protecting the babies from the tigers and the blah, blah, blah. I was getting those. Vibes, so I don't know, yeah, if very close cool. vibes. But maybe it was around that time period that it was happening. I was mm-hmm. getting like Amazonian, like it's just all Amazon women. So we were women, all Amazon. getting the vibe of like wearing clots but nothing yeah. else. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. I just want to know who murdered
1: who, okay? <laughs> Which one of us killed? I didn't murder nobody. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Which one has the, the,
2: the axe to grind this lifetime? No, just kidding. Oh my gosh.
0: I think they wanted to bring through something more positive you know not necessarily <laughs> like
2: soul trauma but that's the fun stuff yeah. come on no that's funny I I love that I think that that's perfect for us
1: absolutely um I can't believe you think that I killed you who do you think no I, I think that I was killing people I, <laughs> listen I think
2: everybody in our evolution as just let's just take away all other galaxies and you know, galactic existences and just talk about earth for all the lifetimes that this soul, my soul has been on earth. Oh, for sure. I've murdered someone for sure. I was the bad guy for sure. I was the low vibration being, because that's just when a baby develops, it doesn't just show up as an, as an adult, you have to learn, you have to try to walk and then fall down and then try solid foods and not remember how to chew. And, you know, all these things you have to learn how to be who you are. So I think uh, translating that to like soul evolution, heck yeah, you're going to go for the 3D low vibration stuff at first, because maybe you just don't know any better. Maybe you do, but you just don't care. You know, there's so many reasons to make a not enlightened decision. And I think we all do it. We've all been the, we've all been everything, you know?
0: 100% yes. One of the things I work on with my longer term clients is we take a look at some of those perpetrator persecutor past lives because we have all had them in fact for myself I uh in working with one of my own mentors discovered that one of my perpetrator past lifetimes unfortunately was on the other side of the witch trials yeah and so learning about that and the fact that I was male in that lifetime and I was following the orders of my father at the time like all these different things helped me realize oh my gosh I'm holding on to a lot of um shame from that lifetime that's kept me in a place of staying invisible in my business yeah. and not wanting my work to be seen because well who am I to talk about this when I was this person in a past lifetime mm-hmm. so there are darker past lives that we've all had and it's a really important part of the healing journey to take a look at some of those as well when i
1: was Kelsey thinking of when i was singing of mine <laughs> the exact image that came to me was the uh the song from chicago where all the ladies are singing about how they killed their husbands yeah. <laughs> that was probably that was probably me why women kill that's a great show too <laughs> by the way um, <laughs> i'm like if i i'm like did i kill anyone i don't know i don't think i'm capable and i was like oh yeah maybe not like, now maybe. maybe like yeah and then i kind of like was leaning into it and i was like yeah maybe like an annoying husband or someone who was mean to me maybe I would have the the capability
2: (laughs) me now unless it's unless you come for my children or anyone I love or unless it's self-defense I'm of course I'm not gonna hurt a fly there's no way I don't even I don't even kill insects in my house I take them outside but cultural norms of like 300 400 years ago like it is kill or be killed it is survive it is you know depending on where you are in the hierarchy it's like Get that land, girl, or boy. yeah <laughs> get that get that money, get that silver. Whatever you got to do, it was normal. It was normal yes. to have your yeah. wife killed if she cheated on you. That was normal. And I think there's a lot of desensitization that comes from cultural norms. Um right now, it is not. thank goodness, the cultural <laughs> norm. Um, but yeah, I, I think I was hundred percent capable of it because I think we all are. Mm-hmm. But I do know one perpetrator as you call it perpetrator lifetime where i was uh, like a nobility or some sort of knight i just have this flash of like going down a, a torchlit spiral staircase and it was so narrow that i bumped into somebody on the way down and i like heard all of my armor cl- like clacking together like that that's what i remember and flash forward to me watching somebody in the like audience i guess in the crowd watching somebody get hung and knowing that I put them there knowing that I caught them I caught them and I put Mm. them up there and just feeling in my body even in the moment not even as me but as that person I was feeling so guilty because I knew they were innocent but it was my job and I did my job and and I in that moment was like filled with this deep dread of like I cannot believe this is my job and then and then the next flash I was getting kicked in the head by my horse and I died so that's what happened (laughs) in that life (laughs) <laughs> yeah I like went around behind it to like fix something on the saddle or something and it it just oh, got wow. spooked and it just kicked me right in the head and I, I am dead from this <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was mine it was uh but that 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 was actually if anybody's wondering like that was actually me going into a, a hypnosis journey which is something I do with my clients to tell them about their past lives or rather so that they can experience. And it didn't come from the facilitator. That all came from me. Once you go yep. into trance and you're going into that state, you are so much more susceptible and receptive to all of that information. And so it all came from me. There, was, there wasn't there was even any, I wasn't even talking. She was just saying, okay, notice where you are, uh, what's happening around you. And it all just kind of flooded to me. And I think that is, there. there is a time and a place where I would, where I want someone like you, Emily, to tell me what's my star seed? What's my past mm-hmm. life? Yeah. What is my sole purpose here? Because I need to hear it from someone. Even if I know it, yeah. you got to hear it. Totally. And then there's also such a value for me in just feeling it and experiencing yeah. it myself. And I think if if everybody has a chance, do both.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I actually do both forms of work with my own I clients love that. as well. It dep- and I literally let the guides tell me what the person needs. It's either you can tell them the past life or you need to lead them through a meditation yeah. so that they see it themselves. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we need to experience it in order to come to deeper soul levels of understanding and perspective about what happened and to literally feel the healing in the body that in and of itself is like so profound in so many ways. So I do a mixture of both with my longer term clients Mm -hmm. and it's like so healing on on so many levels. This
2: is so fun. I think we've convinced people like, guys, this is so fun. (laughs) This is so fun. And so it is really healing um, because you might not even know what you need. You might not even know what healing needs to take place, but the soul, the subconscious, the body, the mind, the spirit all work together so beautifully to give you that, to give you exactly what you need.
0: And it's always from the perspective of how is this impacting my life at this time? Because some people will ask me like, well, what's the point of going back into my past lives? Like, don't I have enough to worry about in this lifetime? Yes. And what's going on in this lifetime is a reflection of what happened in the past. Yeah. So Sometimes we need to go back to the past in order to heal what's happening now.
2: That's so funny. I've never heard anybody say that to me. They're always like, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, but I don't, I don't really talk about it unless I know, you know, that they're receptive to it, but yeah, it is very funny. I've, I've never met anybody that's not like super down for it. Um, or like asking why they need to do it. Cause it it is my head. Like, of course, even if you're just curious, like, it's so fun. Yeah. Even if you're the bad guy, it's fun.
0: (laughs) Oh, totally. It's so interesting. (laughs) And there's always, and there's always a reason why your spirit guides are also going to help bring forward a memory that you need to become aware of, because it's something that is really going to help you right now in this moment with whatever you're going through.
1: Mm, I like that. I have to tell you guys something on the only other side of this. But Let's anyway, go. before we go over to the Patreon real quick, Emily, please tell everyone where they can connect with you, how they can work with you, how they can absorb more of your beautiful vibration and all that jazz.
0: Yes, absolutely. So you can come find me on Instagram. I'm Emily the Mystic. Also on YouTube, I have a ton of free content, especially about Starseeds and all the different starseed groups we talked about today and about past lives, all of the things we've talked about today. You can find videos about that on my YouTube channel, also Emily the Mystic. Um, and on my website, www.emilythemistic.com you can schedule a reading with me um, doing everything that we've talked about today. So check that out. And if you're wanting to do the type of work that I do, if you're wanting to learn how to read the Akashic Records for yourself, I offer Akashic Records classes throughout the course of the year. So check out my website for the information about when the next class will be held. And yay, I can't wait to help you on your intuitive journey.
1: Fun, yay. So everyone go check out Emily's stuff, absorb more of her wisdom, work with her if you feel inclined to if you feel called to learn more about your journey your soul journey any advice that will help you in the here and now i know my reading was super beneficial and life giving and peace giving and clarity giving so yeah we cannot say enough great things about emily the mystic so yeah have a great week everyone emily thank you for being here and we will see you guys on the Patreon version of this episode at patreon.com slash high vibe where we will post the extended video version of this episode plus other goodies for you guys to have for supporting the show. Adios. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. Thank you to everybody who has left a review and shared the podcast with friends and family. We super appreciate it. It really helps the show a lot, especially because our goal is to get over one million downloads before the end of 2023. And we definitely need and appreciate your help to do it. You can further support
2: the show by joining patreon.com slash to get exclusive content, extended episodes, bonuses, and more. Thanks again for listening. We love you so much, and we'll be back next week with another new episode. Bye. Bye.